Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. For 16 years, Father Kevin Scallon served as a spiritual advisor to the Magnificat Central Service Team. He was a faithful teacher of Catholic doctrine. He was devoted to the Blessed Mother Mary and always ready to answer questions about living out our faith. He wrote numerous articles sharing his words of wit and wisdom for the Magnificat newsletter. My name is Tom Green, and I'm pleased to have the opportunity of reading one of those articles for you today. This one is called, quote, For Good Men to Do Nothing, end of quote, July 2012. And this may be found in the book called Father Kevin's Corner, which is available on Amazon. For Good Men to Do Nothing Returning from Ireland recently, I felt downcast over the state of affairs there. So much has gone wrong in the church. So many disappointments. So many failures. And worse than anything, such virulent criticism and opposition to the bishops and clergy. This is not something we have experienced in Ireland until recently. While in Europe, Sister Brige and I went to England to give a parish retreat. On this retreat, we met some English Catholics who were not the kind of people I would normally associate with. They were from the upper echelons of English society, a party of about 20 people with Sister Brige, myself, and the parish priest. I was quite astonished at how proud they were of their Catholic faith, how utterly respectful they were of the Church, and how lovingly they cherished their good priest who had served them over the years. Then I returned to the U.S., one of the first things I experienced was the interview on EWTN with Raymond Arroyo, Cardinal Wuerl, and Archbishop Laurie. As you may know, it concerned pending legislation affecting religious freedoms here in the United States. This was a wake-up call to me because of the seriousness with which these two churchmen view the outcome of the establishment of such legislation in the country. What concerned me was that they saw it as a very real threat to the freedom to practice religion here in the U.S. They were asked about the unity of the hierarchy on this matter, and they assured us that the bishops were united to a man and determined that they would not yield in the matter. They also referred to the government's steely determination to not even discuss any further what was intended in the new law. It was as though both sides had drawn a line in the sand and were saying, quote, thus far and no further, end of quote. 
What disturbed me also is how closely it reflected what appears to be happening in my own little country. For quite a while now, the government and the public media have been conducting a campaign of defamation and vilification of the Catholic clergy and certain Catholic bishops in particular. They are also threatening to take over the Catholic school system and strip it of any reference to Catholicism or Christian faith. They're not even subtle anymore about their intentions. One hesitates to be conspiratorial about governments and movements in culture and society, but it is becoming very clear to me that there are forces at work here in the United States and certainly in Europe that are no longer willing to tolerate influences or authority that are not coming directly from the state. It seems that there is to be no room for religion or religious experience in the public square. The framers of the American Constitution were very careful to include freedom of conscience and freedom of religion because they were aware of the important part that religion plays in the life of the individual and in the life of society in general. These were not foolish or stupid men. Edmund Burke, the Anglo-Irish parliamentarian, famously warned that for evil to triumph, it is sufficient for good men to do nothing. The Holy Spirit is guiding counsels of Cardinal Dolan and his fellow bishops. I'm so proud of Cardinal Dolan's interventions and of the bishops on EWTN. The final stroke which convinced me of the seriousness of their intent was when Archbishop Laurie stressed their call for, quote, a fortnight for freedom, end of quote. I was overjoyed when I heard the importance which he laid on these two weeks of intercessory prayer. However, my joy in this was tinged with sadness when I realized that my own Irish bishops, in all the years of the Troubles, and in the present crisis in the Catholic Church in Ireland, never once even asked the people to pray. Had they done so, I am sure that the Lord would have heeded his people and healed them long, long before now. Prayer is the heart of Magnificat. Here is something that the Lord has put before us. During these two weeks, June 21st, the vigil of the feasts of St. John Fisher and St. Thomas More, to July 4th, Independence Day, we must pray concerning all of these issues. We must go before the Lord and plead that he will help us and deliver us from this darkness. We must take up our rosary in this Lepanto-like crusade, both in Europe and in the United States. We must beg Our Lady of Victory to help the Church now, as she did then. May the Holy Spirit pour out upon you the grace of zeal for the house of God at this moment. And may I wish you every blessing and a great outpouring of the gifts of the Spirit into your lives and communities. Yours sincerely in Jesus Christ, Father Kevin. 
Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.